for our final episode of our STEM Power series, we felt it was only right to speak to one of our own. As a recent graduate from Villanova University with a Bachelor's of Science in Computer Engineering, Diamond Moore was a part of our first cohort at Delaware College Scholars. To have her part of this series was pretty nostalgic for me, as I was one of her student advisors more than five years ago when she was in high school. Since then, she has gone on to do some amazing things, from interning at Northrop Grumman, which she then turned into a full-time offer and currently works there as a Pathways Engineer, to being the founder of Code Our Change, a learning community for girls to learn mobile application development using open source software. All right, to be honest, I don't know what any of that means, so I'm gonna allow her to explain that to y'all in this episode. But nonetheless, we are extremely proud of her and I'm super excited to have her speak about the importance of belonging as a woman of color in STEM. We hope you guys enjoy. As always, remember to like, subscribe, and rate the Scholar Spotlight Podcast on Apple, on Spotify, and remember to follow us at Delaware College Scholars. Let's get to it. Hey, Diamond, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to join us on uh, our podcast this week. Um, yeah. So let's get right into it. A sense of belonging is def defined by Terrell Strayhorn as students perceive social support on campus, a feeling or a sensation of connectedness, and the experience of mattering or feeling cared about. As a woman of color, did you feel like you belonged on your campus? Hmm, so that's a good question. So I went to Villanova. At Villanova, there's about like 4% minority. And so I actually, when I was there, I really didn't feel like a huge sense of belonging just because I really couldn't like see myself in the campus. So I had a hard time like connecting to people, but also when I would like struggle through my classes and try to find like help just to get through things, it was really hard for for me to just find those outlets and those uh, people that were there for me to be able to do that. So uh, at my school, I did struggle with being like belonging and feeling as though I was a part of my, my campus. But I can say that when I was going through computer science and that journey through those classes and those, those challenging um, technical courses, I, even though I really couldn't look at the class and see myself and feel as though I was a part of that and there was a lot of me and people who looked like me. I did have a back understanding that this is something that companies in the world is trying to move forward to towards that getting more minorities in my especially African American women in STEM. So I I've always had that underlining knowledge and hope that me and a whole bunch of other girls will you know pursue this major and pursue this technical field in stem so no i didn't feel like i belonged in my campus but i've always just known in my heart that there's going to be more diversity in tech and i'm going to be one of those women that um push for that wow yeah no i think that's so important in terms of being a trailblazer Kind of delving a little yeah. deeper though, could you tell us about a time or a story when you lacked the sense of belonging and how did you feel and what did you do to persevere? Yeah, so I can tell you about a time that I felt like I lacked a sense of belonging. Actually, this is fairly recent. So my senior year, we had a senior projects course where we had to develop a mobile application um, to present at the end of the course. So yeah. I really was excited about this, you know, like me wanting to pursue tech, like a mobile application, like, duh, like, I want to do that. I want to put an app on someone's phone. Like, yeah. And our app was so cool. It was an idea to 
make um, an augmented reality game for kids to learn their ABCs. So basically, you just put a phone in their hand and you let them point it at an object and it shows them in 3D and they learn their ABCs through that. So yeah, I was super excited to, you know, work on this project. So we went through the course, We I had my team and we came up with this idea. So me being a computer science student and knowing how to code, I wanted to be one of the, you know, like major developers on the project. But we had this other guy, uh, his name was Matt. So he's, Matt is obviously white and he's, you know, smart and computer engineer and he like just, can code really well so matt did the project by himself and he did the whole entire thing and i was devastated because i wanted to work on the project like i wanted to be able to acquire these skills i wanted to do the research and be able to do the work and yeah he just did it all by himself and he did it in one day and i was just like so upset because like how could you like take a learning experience from another person like yeah, I know that this is probably a good experience for you too and a lot for you to learn too, but like you, for those type of things, you have to collaborate with people. You have to let other people be able to, you know, like learn. So I didn't really contribute anything to that project. And we were, it was a group of four of us. The other girls, they helped with like the marketing because they were more, more of a business major. And another girl, she did more of the design, but I didn't really get to contribute onto that. And I was devastated and I really felt that I really couldn't do it. And I really maybe couldn't fit in this field just because he didn't even allow me to, you know, take the opportunity to learn how to do it. So how did you persevere through that? Yeah. So that's a great question. So, you know, so we've gone through the pandemic and we were on a lockdown and a quarantine for a long time. So throughout that, that three months or however long it was, it was just so long. Um, I took the time to really think of that, like why I was so hurt, like why, yeah, why I was so hurt by, by that experience and not being able to contribute to that project. Even though I got a good grade, I got an A because he did it all and he was great. Yeah, I took that time to think like, it's because even if I he gave me that opportunity to contribute, it would have took me a long time to even develop that by myself. So what I did to persevere was I created my own nonprofit. It's called Code Our Change. It's a platform to teach girls how to actually do mobile application development. So everything... I wanted to do, I turned it into a nonprofit to teach girls how to do. So right now on my Instagram, it's, I think it's at Code Change. I have a whole bunch of videos where I teach girls how to make React Native um, applications. So that's a mobile application development platform made by Facebook, which allows people like me to, you know, create apps for like users and all iPhones and Android users. So yeah, I created my own nonprofit. I'm in the process of forming it and getting the website together. Wow. I applaud you for that because it definitely, I know that that wouldn't, that wasn't easy, you know, um, going through that, through that, uh, that circumstance, but not to stay there, you know, you decided that, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do something about it. And, you know, code our change. I'm, I'm really excited about the work that you guys, um, and that you, that you're, that you're doing. So I appreciate that a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So next question. So far in our STEM Powered series, we have heard from various women talk about the importance of visibility, advocacy, diversity, and now we're hearing about belonging. In your opinion, in your opinion, is there an element missing that or that you would add to these themes to describe women's experiences in STEM? Um, I think 
those themes actually capture it really well, honestly, because with the visibility aspect, you know, it's just important to see women doing it like in technology. So there's like a lot of women out there who have tech companies and there's like a, a black um, woman, she has a startup um, a autonomous vehicle company. It's important for like women like me to be able to see that, but it's kind of hard because things like that are suppressed by other people and other companies just doing it. So it, visibility is important and also just seeing women in higher management roles and just higher roles, even in companies that aren't tech companies, just in general. Mm -hmm. So, and another aspect about like, you know, advocacy, advocacy and things like it's important that not only black women advocate to other minorities that it's important to get into this field, but also just companies in general. So I guess one of the good things out of this, you know, pandemic and, you know, like all of the Black Lives Matter is that companies are actually advocating for minorities and for um, women to, you know, join, especially tech companies. And on the aspect of diversity, just being in an environment where it's just a lot of different people, a lot of different opinions, because that's how you learn and that's how you grow from different people. I know when I did an experience at Uber, I was there like for six, like not for six months, but I would go to their hair headquarters like once every month for six months. And I would just see that like when they would come in for lunch, there was really no minorities, especially women. And it was just really hard for me. Like I wanted to work for this company, but they did not have people that looked like me there. And wow. just to the sense of belonging that, that goes to that. Like if I can't see myself in the company, how can I feel as though I belong, even though like you can find your place in your, your, you know, your, you can, you can connect with people who are not exactly like you and mm -hmm. don't look like you, but you still feel as though you need those other outlets too. And they have that and we should too. So yeah, I think you guys, you know, captured it really well. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Over 60% of our scholars are interested in STEM related fields, either as majors or careers. What's one piece of advice you would give them, specifically our young women, as they begin to go into these spaces? Yeah, I would definitely say, like, to be honest, to be blunt, like, it's going to be hard, it's going to be challenging, but if you know it's going to be worth it in the end, like, you can see that from, like, just the change and all the virtual learning and just the remote work and how the news is, people are doing the news from home, like, these fields, this technology is never going to going to go away. And it's just important to, you know, get involved in it. So you don't get left behind when like when the future evolves and new jobs are created and just we're just more technical, technically advanced. Like it's just going to happen. You can see that with everyone. Everyone has to be connected these days. Everyone has to be on their on their devices. That's how we do our work these days. So it's just important to know that, yes, it's going to be hard, but it's definitely going to be worth it and look that was you you were in that boat you know five or so years ago you know um so it's it's nice to see it full circle and like especially mm -hmm. for our young women our 11th and 12th graders to know that hey this is not something that's impossible like diamond did it yeah. and they, you know you talked about the visibility piece so being able to see people who look like you who even went through the same program as you now doing the work I think it's really inspirational. Going one step further, what do you believe can be done to encourage more women and minorities to enter into STEM-related uh, 
either educational tracks or careers? I think just advocacy is a really good um, atmosphere or a really good avenue on how to get those women to get into the STEM field. So it is definitely about advocacy. And one of the main problems with getting minority women in, um, yeah, by minority women into the STEM field is that it's such a steep learning curve. So one of the goals behind my nonprofit is to get um, women and young women through those learning curves. Like, yes, it is hard and it does take you to a like a, a understanding that you've never had before and a knowledge base that you've never had before mm. but you can get through it and once you get through it you'll see the full picture you'll know like how your devices work how like networks work how you communicate with the web and everything and from there you can do anything with a computer and it's just pretty awesome so yeah that's one of the main goals of my nonprofit is to get them through that that steep learning curve so because i know i struggle and i struggle hard and it's just because i didn't know that stuff like yeah mm. i knew algebra but i didn't know how to do like binary calculations and i didn't know how circuits and computers work and i didn't know a lot of things like theory of computation and how computers work without being an actual electronic device like the computers are much more than what you see in like the hardware it's like a it's actually like a concept in your mind that you have to build. So yeah, it, it, it's hard, but it's worth it. Definitely. Like I'm gonna need like a uh, computer engineering one on one from you, you using all these terms. I'm like, Hey, I have no idea. So <laughs> I know I talk to everybody and I'm just, they're just like looking at me. I'm like, I know I'm such a nerd. Like, you have to learn it. Like, it's, it's a whole nother like, language, right? A whole nother language. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like you're giving instructions to something like it's like you're giving instruction to a person but it's not a person so you have to be extremely like explicit and direct and that's the whole concept behind a computer it's just you're teaching something how to do something pretty much and that's what i like about it so we're at our ring the bell segment same two questions that every guest speaker we have on the podcast what's okay. one piece of advice you would give your 16 year old self Oh, so I guess hmm. when I was 16, <laughs> I stressed a lot, like just too worried about just being able to be able to become who I have became. So I guess my advice to my 16 year old self would be just don't worry. Like it's going to happen. If it's meant for you, it'll be so like you can't you can't like worry about things that you can't control. So I'm learning that now. I've learned that. I'm still learning that I'm trying and then I from my journey from my experience I've learned that I can't stress about things that will come I just have to let time you know do its thing yeah or try to control things that are out of your hands right yeah it's pretty hard for me to do that yeah so, so I'm working on it <laughs> I'm working on it yeah so our last question what's your why yeah so you mean like why do I do all this yeah I mean why yeah, what's your why? Why? What motivates you to go to work yeah. every morning? Or what motivates you to do what you do? Yeah, so I think what motivates me behind going to work and wanting to become an engineer and wanting to become a systems engineer is my long-term goal is to be like a, like a tech entrepreneur. So I want to build tech companies. So I have an idea to, you know, take, a, take someone's 
idea or concept and be able to take that to a product to a software or, or a device or a platform and i want to you know be one of like those companies on the stock market i want to go ipo and i want to have a you know billion dollar tech company like the rest so one of my idols when i look up to him like since i was like eight is mark cuban like mark cuban came from like the ground up like he taught himself how to network with computers and launch broadcast.com that's like he's like my like i want to be that but in like the black female form yeah yeah that's that's my why like i i've been on the computer since i've been like 10 i never knew how they worked i never knew the co- like people code them i just been on a computer since i was like 10 so yeah i want to now make platforms and software for for people and for these devices that are out here wow well, look, thank you. Thank you for your words of wisdom, for your thoughts, and just for sharing your experience. We really appreciate it. I know some things are not easy to talk about, especially reflecting on it, but I think that our young women, our minorities, we we need to hear it. You know what I mean? And I think, well, I don't think I know. You're doing the work. And so I just commend you for it, uh, for persevering. And yes, like I said, like I said taking the time to to, uh, to sit down with me. This was a really great conversation. So um, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, Thinking of course. About me. Yes, of course. Of course.